0: Welcome to Speak Out Convos, where we speak up and speak out against domestic violence and the harsh realities surrounding it. I am your host, Michaela, and I am joined with a very, very special guest, Adrian Alexis, the director and CEO of Silent Screams in a Woman's Worth. How are you doing today, Adrian?
1: I'm great, Michaela. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this.
0: Yes, likewise. Um, So we're going to get into asking Adrienne some questions. Um, The first one is, can you please tell the audience about your domestic violence situation and what inspired you to want to join the fight against domestic violence?
1: Yes, um, well, um, at the age of 13, I had my first experience with um, domestic violence. You know, I've, uh, had my first child at 14. From 13 all the way to for like 30 years, you know, with three different men, I experienced domestic violence. Um, and I. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't legally lose my children because of it and because of their upbringing and what they saw, you know, but, um, the relationship that a mother and a child is supposed to have the respect that's supposed to be from a child to a mother. I lost all that. And, um, even physically, I had to send my children with their father, you know, because I was in so I wasn't, even when you're there, um, even when you're there physically, you know, you're not there emotionally and you're not there mentally and you're not there spiritually. So um, I, you know, made up my mind. And for my children's sake, I decided to send them on to their father while I was going through. And then, you know, while I was able to come out of the situation. But, um, yeah, I, I suffered a lot, you know, broken ribs broken nose, broken wrist, um, black eyes, bruises, knots, um, you name it, uh, swollen my body. I remember one time I got beaten so bad that my entire body was swollen. I couldn't wear underwear. I couldn't put clothes on my body. Like anything touching me hurt. So uh, for like three days, I just had to lay around naked, you know, couldn't go to work, couldn't nothing. You know, I would take a bath and just couldn't so, you know, I, I suffered a lot and domestic violence is real. Like I said, you know, I'm one of those that it took a lot to get me to finally see because I left one and went to another and then I left that one and went to another. And, you know, I suffered the, just the same thing. So for 30 years uh, between three different people, you know, I, I was I was in the situation. Hello.
0: Yes, I'm really sorry that you um, endured those things. Um, what are what are some things that you're kind of working on? Can you kind of tell our audience a little bit about um, "Silent Screams" and a woman's worth and, and some future plans that you might have uh, for your
1: project? Oh sure. Um, "Silent Silent Screams" right now uh, is getting so huge that I'm trying to make it into a I mean a nonprofit organization. Um, what Silent Screens is about is just uh, giving aid, giving um, education, uh, giving my time in any way, you know, finances, uh, however I can to help victims, to help the survivors, and to help the, the family and the friends. You know, I try to teach the family and the friends, you know, what to say, what not to say, how to say it, when to say it. You know, I try to give hope and and support to the victims that's in it so because a lot of times when you're in it you don't have anyone you're isolated anyway and then you don't have anyone you can trust you don't have anyone who understands so even at the time because it takes a lot and it's it's, you know one thing to say get out and leave but it's not that easy you know and so I want to be that voice that let them know that I understand And, and while you're in it I'm gonna be preparing you and praying for you to come out of it but while you're in it, I'll hold your hand through it too you know and to the survivors you know I offer um aid and support and finances and you know things like that so they have the strength and the things that they need to stay out of it you know and um our woman's worth ministry I've uh started that because I feel like if you can um if you can get the women mentally where they're supposed to be and understand what real love is and understand their worth and you know things like that and you know so many times like me I've as a I was a woman, but I, I always had a title. From the age of thirteen, I was a girlfriend, went into a mother, then you go into a wife and you know you're you're living life off of a title, you know, so this world, you know, a lot of a lot of things Makes you feel like if you don't have a title, then you're nothing. And so, with my Woman's Worth group, I want them to know that with or without a title, whether you're a mother or not, whether you're a wife or not, whether you have a job or not, you're still a woman, and you're a powerful woman, and you're a loving woman. And you know, so I try to just help them because the, the group, um, the ministry is uh, focused on helping women become become who they were created to be. Becoming who they desire to be. Because no one wants to be in an abusive relationship. No one wants to be a bad mother. You know, no one wants to be a bad friend or, you know, so I just um I just help them through that, you know, through the love of God. I love on them and I encourage them through the love of God, you know, so they won't be and I share my story. I share my story and my experiences, you know, and let them know that, you know, once you get in it. It's not, it's not that easy to come out of, you know, so I just try to encourage them and up- uplift them so they want me to get into it.
0: Yes, that's a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, if anyone in our audience wanted to find your platform, where could they find you at?
1: Well, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on my personal profile. I do a lot on there. It's Adrian. S Alexis, A. D. R. I. A. N. S. A. L. E. X. I. S. I have a group, I mean, a page, Silent Screams. Um, I have uh, my woman's group on Facebook. It's private, but it's a woman's word. I'm on Instagram, Adrian S. Alexis. Um, I have email that you can email me, asalexis2017 at gmail.com. My phone number is 901-254-4814. I'm always available. You know, and uh, the more that I get the things going with the nonprofit and the business, you know, prospering, then the more I'll give that information out and I'll have, you know, my website up and things like that. But as for now, this is where you can find me in all of these places and I'm always available to anyone who needs.
0: Yes, and for anyone in our audience, please reach out to her. Um, I've got to know her a little bit personally and she's a phenomenal woman um with a lot of inspiration and knowledge to give um so definitely reach out you're not alone um (laughs) our next question the next question that i have for you um in your personal opinion do you feel mental health and domestic violence are directly related and how did mental health affect you if so
1: Oh, definitely. I don't think that you can honestly speak about domestic violence without tying it into mental illness. Um, mental illness is very important. It's very serious. You know, it is not to be overlooked, you know, from domestic violence, just on that platform. Uh, you can experience PTSD, you know, anxiety, depression, um, health health problems, you know. I even, I suffer from ulcers and, you know, uh, migraines and things like that from it. So, um, I have PTSD major. PTSD, um, a high anxiety level, um, I still have nightmares, you know, I still, you know, I still get uh, scared when I hear certain things or I see certain things, you know, that looks familiar and, you know, it's a lot, you know, so even thank you, Michaela, for bringing that up because on a mental health standpoint, it's more important or just as important as physical damage you know it, and it's something that even when you come out physically you know you're still going to experience the mental side of it you know even though you're, you you you've been saved physically your mind your body is still in it you know your mind and your body yeah I mean your mind is the last thing to leave you know it's the last thing to leave that place once you physically left your mind is still there so it's going to take a lot you know I never received counseling for it you know but I do I do advise anyone you know to go to a counselor and talk about it and be real and be real with yourself and understand that you're not crazy you're not you're not crazy for feeling these ways you're not you know stuck in the past because you're still having anxiety about it or you know you can't sleep or you're depressed because of it you know nothing that you went through is because of you you didn't do anything wrong you know even if you made bad decisions in it you didn't do anything wrong you didn't you weren't the reason that someone else decided to physically abuse you verbally abuse you mentally spiritually or financially you know they made that choice so you need to understand that and be released from that bondage that you're carrying
0: yes definitely um, mental health plays a, a big role um, in domestic violence because domestic violence has residual effects um, yeah. so even out of, even once you're out of your domestic violence situation you're still going to have the, those um, symptoms that come up. Um, is there any specific coping skills that you use um, when you're PTSD or, or your anxiety acts up or you get triggered uh, that may help somebody in our audience?
1: Well, um, I'm a spiritual person, so I have to say, you know, the first thing that I do, and I, I took a while to get here because I didn't even understand that that's what was going on. But I've learned to pray, you know, I've learned to be still, you know, I've learned to take control of my mind that the things that I'm thinking about, for one, they aren't happening anymore, or for two, they haven't even happened yet, you know. So I get in a still place, you know, and I, I talk myself down with reality of what's going on now you know I um I write oh I write a lot when I when I get like that and it it gets to be too much you know I write things down and I release it that way you know I um I uh I, it's just it's it's things that I do to just calm myself you know sometimes I'll go get in the tub you know when I'm feeling like that and I just lay in the water and just you know let my body and my mind you know come to eat. so uh, Michaela I heard uh, one of your um, stories you know on your podcast and I love what you said you know and I'm, I'm You know, from what you shared, I'm taking on that when you say that you look at 10 things, you know, 10 realistic things, 10 things that you can see right now that you can feel, that you can touch, that you can smell. I receive that and I thank you for putting that out there because that has been a blessing to me and I'm sure many others.
0: You're more than welcome. Yes, it's definitely imp- important for us to ground ourselves um, and be in the present moment. And, and that can be uh, really difficult to do um, because there's so many influences around us. Um, another thing that I wanna bring up is um, Adrian's Silent Screams in A Woman's Worth. It, it's it's a ministry. Um, what she's trying to do is a ministry um, and speak through um, spirituality um, and a higher power um, in God, and I think that that's really important um, because that that carries a lot of us through um, and gets a lot of us through our everyday life. So I think that it's a beautiful thing that you're incorporating that um, when you speak your testimony. Um, Thank you. The next question that I have. What are some things you know now that you wish you knew when you were experiencing your domestic violence situation?
1: I wish I knew what love was. And I don't mean from another person. You know, I wish I understood what it was to love myself. Because if I would have not, even at 13 years old, if I would have known what loving myself was, if I if I would have seen, you know, what um, what real love was, because I'm one, you know, as many, I'm sure, but I grew up, you know, with no father. You know, I grew up uh my mother because she had suffered from domestic abuse and things like that, so she wasn't always available. She wasn't always there physically or any other way, so and that's what I based my life on, love, and so what I was doing was anybody who gave me the attention that I desired anybody who showed me any um Anything that I thought was love, you know, I I grabbed hold to it. And if I could have just understood back then, and not from 13, but all the way through it, if I would have understood what loving myself was, if I would have understood what God's love for me is, what he desires for me, then I wouldn't have allowed myself to go in that. You know, if I would have one time, you know, if I would have had the strength, within myself you know and even after having a child if I would have understood that I can still stand on my own you know that once that that one not even because before the, the punches came there was the verbal abuse you know there was the emotional abuse and if I would have been strong enough then and wiser then I would have gotten out as soon as the voice was raised as soon as the uh, curse word came to me you know I would have been so I, I just encourage everybody to just understand what real love is, not this worldly love, not a love that, you know, people say I love you, but they don't show it, you know, understand, you know, and I was only able to understand, like I say, I battled with this for 30 years, off and on for 30 years. And it wasn't until I got to really know God in a different way, not to just know God off of um, what the Bible says or just off what your parents taught you or what the pastor said said. But I had to dig deep into God. You know, I had to dig deep into the understanding of his love and his word. And that's where I found my strength to leave and to change and to understand what love is and want more for myself. So if I would have had God in my life the way well, if I would have allowed God to be in my life the way he always desired, if I would have understood, took the time to understood what love is and if I would have built my strength up before I even accepted someone into my life, then I know that my life would have been different and we wouldn't even be talking about this today.
0: Definitely. Yes. Love does not hurt. Um, Love is kind, patient, gentle, understanding. So if love is hurting you, it's not love. Um, And that's the message that I like to get across a lot um, because a lot of people don't understand that sometimes we have a distorted sense of love. Um, And there's a difference between that and real love. Um, In closing, is there anything um, inspirational you would like our audience to know? Or do you have um, anything else that that you'd like to add or you might wanna say?
1: Um, No, I just wanna say that it's okay to choose you. You know, we think that that to show somebody, first of all, you Mm -hmm. don't have to prove your love to anyone love is a natural thing love doesn't have to be forced love doesn't have to be proven you know so if you're doing that then please stop You know, if they if they don't if they don't receive you and accept you just from being the person that you are. And I don't mean, you know, you being a bad person and you manipulating people or using people or even, you know, abusing people when you're abused. I'm not saying that. But if you know that you're doing the that, well, even if you're doing that, no one deserves to be abused. Let me say that. But I'm just saying, you know, um, just don't you don't have to force yourself on anyone. And I, I encourage everyone, you know, to know God for yourself. Understand, don't go off of what, don't even go off of what I say about God. All I can tell you that He is my way. All I can tell you that He was my strength when I needed because my family left. Everyone left. I didn't have anybody but my side, but my abuser. You know, so I had to learn God, but I'm just encouraging you because that's the way that I know. To seek God in a different way for yourself. Read His Word, you know. But love yourself and know that it's okay to say no. Know that it's okay to it's okay to put you first when it's not in a selfish way. Put yourself first. Your feelings are you know. Your feelings matter. Your wants matter. Your desires matter. Don't let anyone strip you of from from who you are. You stand on who you are. You know, you you believe in yourself when no one else believes in you. Love yourself when you're not feeling the love. And if you can learn to love yourself then that would be all the strength that you need to get away from that. Once you learn to love yourself, you will understand that you don't deserve the things that's been done to you. You don't deserve to be talked to the way that they're talking to you. You don't deserve for your finances to be taken or them to hold their finances over your head. You know, you don't deserve those things, but you have to get to a place where you love yourself. And be real with yourself understand the whys of things why are you uh, putting up with this why are you even in this what attracted you to this person because if you don't know those things then you're going to be like me with a different face and a different person's name but in the same situation you know so that's all i have to say about that michael
0: wonderful well thank you for your insight Um, we always like to end speak out convos with the domestic violence hotline which is 1-800-799-7233 it's a free 24 7 confidential hotline um and please anyone in our audience um who needs support feel free to reach out to adrian alexis um she's a phenomenal woman uh with a lot of inspiration to give um and i'm i'm sure that you've inspired many people uh, by coming on here today and speaking your truth. Um, so thank you very much. Um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing some of your future work um, and the things that that God has in store for you. So thank you.
1: And thank you, Michaela. And I, you know, I applaud you. I appreciate what you're doing. Your story is amazing. And the way you have come through that, you know, you are an amazing woman. You're awesome. I can't wait to work with you. I can't wait to see how God prospers you in every way. And I appreciate you for having me on your show.
0: Well, thank you. Um, Thank you to our audience. Um, and you will be hearing from Speak Out Podcasts again soon. Welcome to Speak Out Convos, where we speak up and speak out against domestic violence in the harsh realities surrounding it. I am your host, Michaela, and I am joined with a very,
1: very special
0: guest, Adrian Alexis, the director and CEO of Silent Screams and a Woman's Worth. How are you doing today, Adrian?
1: I'm great, Michaela. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this.
0: Yes, likewise. Um, so we're gonna get into asking Adrian um, some questions um the first one is can you please tell the audience about your domestic violence situation and what inspired you to want to join the fight against domestic violence
1: yes um well um, at the age of 13 I had my first experience with um, domestic violence you know' I've uh, had my first child at 14. From 13 all the way to for like 30 years, you know, with three different men, I experienced domestic violence. Um, and I. You know, I didn't I didn't legally lose my children because of it and because of their upbringing and what they saw. You know, but um, the relationship that a mother and a child is supposed to have, the respect that's supposed to be from a child to a mother. I lost all that. And um, even physically, I had to send my children with their father, you know, because I was in. So I wasn't, even when you're there, um, even when you're there physically, you know, you're not there emotionally and you're not there mentally and you're not there spiritually. So um, I, you know, made up my mind and for my children's sake, I decided to send them on to their father while I was going through. And then, you know, while I was able to come out of the situation. But, um, yeah, I, I suffered a lot, you know, broken ribs. Broken nose, broken wrist, um, black eyes, bruises, knots, um, you name it, uh, swollen my body. I remember one time I got beaten so bad that my entire body was swollen. I couldn't wear underwear. I couldn't put clothes on my body. Like anything touching me hurt. So uh, for like three days, I just had to lay around naked, you know, couldn't go to work, couldn't nothing. You know, I would take a bath and just couldn't So you know, I I suffered a lot, and domestic violence is real. Like I said, you know, I'm one of those that it took a lot to get me to finally see because I left one and went to another, and then I left that one and went to another, and you know, I suffered the just the same thing. So for 30 years, uh, between three different people, you know, I I was I was in the situation. Hello.
0: Yes, I'm really sorry that you um, endured those things. Um, what are what are some things that you're kind of working on? Can you kind of tell our audience a little bit about um, "Silent Screams" and a woman's worth and, and some future plans that you might have uh, for your project?
1: Oh, sure. Um, "Silent Silent Screams" right now uh, is getting so huge that I'm trying to make it into a I mean a nonprofit organization, um, what Silent Screens is about is just uh, giving aid, giving um, education, uh, giving my time in any way, you know, finances, uh, however I can to help victims, to help the survivors and to help the, the family and the friends. You know, I try to teach the family and the friends, you know, what to say, what not to say, how to say it, when to say it. You know, I try to give hope and and support to the victims that's in it so because a lot of times when you're in it you don't have anyone you're isolated anyway and then you don't have anyone you can trust you don't have anyone who understands so even at the time because it takes a lot and it's it's you know one thing to say get out and leave but it's not that easy you know and so I want to be that voice that let them know that I understand and and while you're in it I'm gonna be preparing you and praying for you to come out of it but while you're in it I'll hold your hand through it too. You know, and to the survivors, you know, I offer um aid and support and finances and, you know, things like that so they have the strength and the things that they need to stay out of it, you know, and um my woman's worth ministry, I've uh started that because I feel like if you can um if you can get the women mentally where they're supposed to be and understand what real love is and understand their worth and you know, things like that. And you know, so many times like me, i as a I was a woman, but I, I always had a title. From the age of thirteen, I was a girlfriend, went into a mother, then you go into a wife and you know, you're you're living life off of a title, you know, so this world, you know, a lot of a lot of things makes you feel like if you don't have a title, then you're nothing. And so with my Woman's Worth group, I want them to know that with or without a title, whether you're a mother or not, whether you're a wife or not, whether you have a job or not, you're still a woman and you're a powerful woman and you're a loving woman. And, you know, so I try to just help them because the the group, um, the ministry is uh, focused on helping women become, become who they were created to be becoming who they desire to be because no one wants to be in an abusive relationship no one wants to be a bad mother you know no one wants to be a bad friend or you know so I just um I just help them through that you know through the love of God I love on them and I encourage them through the love of God you know so they won't be and I share my story I share my story and my experiences you know and let them know that you know once you get in it It's not not that easy to come out of it, you know. So I just try to encourage them and uplift them so they want me to get into it.
0: Yes, that's a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, If anyone in our audience wanted to find your platform, where could they find you at?
1: Well, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, You can find me on my personal profile. I do a lot on there. It's Adrian. S Alexis, A. D. R. I. A. N. S. A. L. E. X. I. S. I have a group, I mean, a page, Silent Screams. Um, I have uh, my woman's group on Facebook. It's private, but it's a woman's word. I'm on Instagram, Adrian S. Alexis. Um, I have email that you can email me, asalexis2017 at gmail.com. My phone number is 901-254-4814. I'm always available. You know, and uh, the more that I get the things going with the nonprofit and the business, you know, prospering, then the more I'll give that information out and I'll have, you know, my website up and things like that. But as for now, this is where you can find me in all of these places and I'm always available to anyone who needs.
0: Yes, and for anyone in our audience, please reach out to her. Um, I've got to know her a little bit personally and she's a phenomenal woman. Um, with a lot of inspiration and knowledge to give Um, so definitely reach out you're not alone Um, (laughs) our next question the next question that I have for you um, in your personal opinion do you feel mental health and domestic violence are directly related and how did mental health affect you if
1: so Oh, definitely. I don't think that you can honestly speak about domestic violence without tying it into mental illness. Um, mental illness is very important. it's very serious. you know it is not to be overlooked you know from domestic violence just on that platform. Uh, you can experience PTSD you know anxiety, depression, um, health health problems you know I even I suffer from ulcers and you know uh, migraines and things like that from it. So um, I PTSD major. PTSD, um, a high anxiety level, um, I still have nightmares. You know, I still, you know, I still get uh, scared when I hear certain things or I see certain things, you know, that looks familiar. And, you know, it's a lot, you know, so even thank you, Michaela, for bringing that up because on a mental health standpoint, it's more important or just as important as physical damage you know it, and it's something that even when you come out physically you know you're still going to experience the mental side of it you know even though you're, you, you've you've been saved physically your mind your body is still in it you know your mind and your body yeah i mean your mind is the last thing to leave you know it's the last thing to leave that place once you physically left your mind is still there so it's going to take a lot you know i never received counseling for it you know but i do I do advise anyone, you know, to go to a counselor and talk about it and be real and be real with yourself and understand that you're not crazy. You're not you're not crazy for feeling these ways. You're not, you know, stuck in the past. Because you're still having anxiety about it or you know, you can't sleep or you're depressed because of it. You know, nothing that you went through is because of you. You didn't do anything wrong. You know, even if you made bad decisions in it, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't you weren't the reason that someone else decided to physically abuse you, verbally abuse you, mentally, spiritually, or financially. You know, they made that choice, so you need to understand that and be released from that bondage that you're carrying.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, Mental health plays a a big role um, in domestic violence because domestic violence has residual effects. Um, So even out, even once you're out of your domestic violence situation, you're still going to have those um, symptoms that come up. Um, Is there any specific coping skills that? you use um, when your PTSD or or your anxiety acts up or you get triggered uh, that may help somebody in our audience?
1: Well, um, I'm a spiritual person. So I have to say, you know, the first thing that I do, and I I took a while to get here because I didn't even understand that that's what was going on. But I've learned to pray. You know, I've learned to be still. You know, I've learned to take control of my mind that the things that I'm thinking about for one, they aren't happening anymore. Or for two, they haven't even happened yet. You know, so I get in a still place, you know, and I, I talk myself down with reality. Of what's going on now, you know. I um, I write. Ooh, I write a lot. When I when I get like that and it it gets to be too much, you know, I write things down and I release it that way. You know, I um, I uh, I, it's just it's it's. Things that I do to just calm myself. You know, sometimes I'll go get in the tub, you know, when I'm feeling like that, and I just lay in the water and just, you know, let my body and my mind, you know, come to eat. So, uh, Michaela, I heard uh, one of your um, stories, you know, on your podcast, and I love what you said, you know, and I'm, I'm, you know, from what you shared, I'm taking on that. When you say that you look at ten things, you know, ten realistic things, ten things that you can see right now, that you can feel, that you can touch, that you can smell, I receive that and I thank you for putting that out there because that has been a blessing to me and I'm sure many others.
0: You're more than welcome. Yes, it's definitely important for us to ground ourselves um, and be in the present moment. And, and that could be, uh, really difficult to do, um, because there's so many influences around us. Um, another thing that I want to bring up is, um, Adrian's silent screams and a woman's worth. It, it's, it's a ministry. Um, what she's trying to do is a ministry, um, and speak through, um, spirituality, um, in a higher power, um in God, and I think that that's really important um, because that, that carries a lot of us through um, and gets a lot of us through our everyday life. So I think that it's a beautiful thing that you're incorporating that um, when you speak your testimony. Um, Thank you. The next question that I have, what are some things you know now that you wish you knew when you were experiencing your domestic violence situation?
1: I wish I knew what love was. And I don't mean from another person. You know, I wish I understood what it was to love myself because if I would have not even at 13 years old, if I would have known what loving myself was, if I if I would have seen, you know, what um, what real love was because I'm one, you know, as many I'm sure, but I grew up, you know, with no father, you know, I grew up uh, my mother because she had suffered from domestic abuse and things like that. So she wasn't always available. She wasn't always there physically or any other way. So And that's what I based my life on, love and so what I was doing was anybody who gave me the attention that I desired anybody who showed me any um, anything that I thought was love you know I, I grabbed hold to it and if I could have just understood back then and not from 13 but all the way through it if I would have understood what loving myself was if I would have understood what God's love for me is what he desires for me then I wouldn't have allowed myself to go in that you know if I would have one time you know if I would have had the strength within myself you know and even after having a child if I would have understood that I can still stand on my own you know that once that that one not even because before the, the punches came there was the verbal abuse you know there was the emotional abuse and if I would have been strong enough then and wiser then I would have gotten out as soon as the voice was raised as soon as the uh, curse word came to me you know I would have been so I, I just encourage everybody to just understand what real love is not this worldly love not a love that you know people say I love you but they don't show it you know understand you know and I was only able to understand like I say I battled with this for 30 years off and on for 30 years and it wasn't until I got to really know God in a different way not to just know God off of um what the Bible says or just off what your parents taught you or what the pastor to say, but I had to dig deep into God. You know, I had to dig deep into the understanding of His love and His word. And that's where I found my, find my strength to leave and to change and to understand what love is and want more for myself. So if I would have had God in my life the way, well, if I would have allowed God to be in my life the way he always desired, if I would have um, understood, took the time to understood what love is, and if I would have built my strength up before I even accepted someone into my life, then I know that my life would have been different and we wouldn't even be talking about this today.
0: Definitely. Yes. Love does not hurt. Um, Love is kind, patient, gentle, understanding. So if love is hurting you, it's not love. Um, and that's the message that I like to get across a lot um, because a lot of people don't understand that sometimes we have a distorted sense of love um, and there's a difference between that and real love. Um, in closing, is there anything um, inspirational you would like our audience to know or do you have um, anything else that, that you'd like to add or you might want to say?
1: Um. No, I just want to say that it's okay to choose you. You know, we think that um we think that to show somebody first of all, you don't have to prove your love to anyone. Love is a natural thing. Love doesn't have to be forced. Love doesn't have to be proven. You know, so if you're doing that, then please stop. You know, if they if they don't if they don't receive you and accept you just from being the person that you are. And I don't mean, you know, you being a bad person and you manipulating people or using people or even, you know, abusing people when you're abused. I'm not saying that. But if you know that you're doing that, well, even if you're doing that, no one deserves to be abused. Let me say that. But I'm just saying, you know, um, just you don't you don't have to force yourself on anyone. And I I encourage everyone, you know, to know God for yourself. Understand, don't go off of what, don't even go off of what I say about God. All I can tell you that he is my way. All I can tell you that he was my strength when I needed because my family left, everyone left. I didn't have anybody but my side, but my abuser. You know, so I had to learn God, but I'm just encouraging you because that's the way that I know to seek God in a different way for yourself. Read His word, you know, but love yourself and know that it's okay to say no. Know that it's okay to it's okay to put you first when it's not in a selfish way. Put yourself first. Your feelings are, you know, your feelings matter, your wants matter, your desires matter. Don't let anyone strip you of from from who you are. You stand on who you are, you know? You you believe in yourself when no one else believes in you. Love yourself when you're not feeling the love. And if you can learn to love yourself, then that would be all the strength that you need to get away from that. Once you learn to love yourself, you will understand that you don't deserve the things that's being done to you. You don't deserve to be talked to the way that they're talking to you. You don't deserve for your finances to be taken or them to hold their finances over your head. You know, you don't deserve those things, but you have to get to a place where you love yourself and be real with yourself understand the whys of things why are you uh, putting up with this why are you even in this what attracted you to this person because if you don't know those things then you're going to be like me with a different face and a different person's name but in the same situation you know so that's all i have to say about that Michaela.
0: wonderful well thank you for your insight um, we always like to end Speak Out convos with the domestic violence hotline, which is 1-800-799-7233. It's a free 24 seven confidential hotline. Um, and please anyone in our audience um, who needs support, feel free to reach out to Adrian Alexis. Um, she's a phenomenal woman uh, with a lot of inspiration to give. Um, and I'm I'm sure that you've inspired many people uh, by coming on here today and speaking your truth. Um, so thank you very much. Um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing some of your future work, um, and the things that, that God has in store for you. So thank you.
1: And thank you, Michaela. And I, you know, I applaud you. I appreciate what you're doing. Your story is amazing. And the way you have come through that, you know, you are an amazing woman. You're awesome. I can't wait to work with you. I can't wait to see how God prospers you in every way. And I appreciate you for having me on your show.
0: Well, thank you. Um, Thank you to our audience. And you will be hearing from Speak Out Podcasts again soon. Welcome to Speak Out Convos, where we speak up and speak out against domestic violence and the harsh realities surrounding it. I am your host, Michaela, and I am joined with a very, very special guest, Adrian Alexis, the director and CEO of Silent Screams and a Woman's Worth. How are you doing today, Adrian?
1: I'm great, Michaela. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm excited about this.
0: Yes, likewise. Um, so we're going to get into asking Adrian um, some questions. Um, the first one is: Can you please tell the audience about your domestic violence situation, and what inspired you to want to join the fight against domestic violence?
1: Yes. Um, well, um, at the age of thirteen, I had my first experience with um, domestic violence. You know, I, I've. Uh, had my first child at 14. From 13 all the way to for like 30 years, you know, with three different men, I experienced domestic violence. Um, and I. I, you know, I didn't I didn't legally lose my children because of it and because of their upbringing and what they saw, you know. But um, the relationship that a mother and a child is supposed to have, the respect that's supposed to be from a child to a mother. I lost all that. And um, even physically, I had to send my children with their father, you know, because I was in. So I wasn't, even when you're there, um, even when you're there physically, you know, you're not there emotionally and you're not there mentally and you're not there spiritually. So um, I, you know, made up my mind and for my children's sake, I decided to send them on to their father while I was going through. And then, you know, while I was able to come out of the situation. But, um, yeah, I, I suffered a lot, you know, broken ribs broken nose, broken wrist, um, black eyes, bruises, knots, um, you name it, uh, swollen my body. I remember one time I got beaten so bad that my entire body was swollen. I couldn't wear underwear. I couldn't put clothes on my body. Like anything touching me hurt. So uh, for like three days, I just had to lay around naked, you know, couldn't go to work, couldn't nothing. You know, I would take a bath and just couldn't So, you know, I, I suffered a lot and domestic violence is real. Like I said, you know, I'm one of those that it took a lot to get me to finally see because I left one and went to another, and then I left that one and went to another. And, you know, I suffered the, just the same thing. So for 30 years, uh, between three different people, you know, I, I was, I was in the situation. Hello.
0: Yes, I'm really sorry that you um, endured those things. Um, what are what are some things that you're kind of working on? Can you kind of tell our audience a little bit about um, "Silent Screams" and a woman's worth and, and some future plans that you might have uh, for your project?
1: Oh, sure. Um, "Silent Silent Screams" right now uh, is getting so huge that I'm trying to make it into a I mean a nonprofit organization. Um, what Solid Screens is about is just uh, giving aid, giving um, education, uh, giving my time in any way, you know, finances, uh, however I can to help victims, to help the survivors and to help the, the family and the friends. You know, I try to teach the family and the friends, you know, what to say, what not to say, how to say it, when to say it. You know, I try to give hope and and support to the victims that's in it so because a lot of times when you're in it you don't have anyone you're isolated anyway and then you don't have anyone you can trust you don't have anyone who understands so even at the time because it takes a lot and it's it's you know one thing to say get out and leave but it's not that easy you know and so I want to be that voice that let them know that I understand and and while you're in it I'm gonna be preparing you and praying for you to come out of it but while you're in it I'll hold your hand through it too. You know, and to the survivors, you know, I offer um, aid and support and finances and, you know, things like that so they have the strength and the things that they need to stay out of it, you know, and my um, woman's worth ministry, I uh, started that because I feel like if you can, um, if you can get the women mentally where they're supposed to be and understand what real love is, and understand their worth, and you know things like that, and you know, so many times, like me, I as a. I was a woman, but I, I always had a title. From the age of thirteen, I was a girlfriend, went into a mother, then you go into a wife and you know you're you're living life off of a title. You know, so this world, you know, a lot of a lot of things makes you feel like if you don't have a title, then you're nothing. And so with my woman's worth group, I want them to know that with or without a title, whether you're a mother or not, whether you're a wife or not, whether you have a job or not, you're still a Woman, and you're a powerful woman and you're a loving woman and you know so I try to just help them because the, the group um the ministry is uh focused on helping women become become who they were created to be becoming who they desire to be because no one wants to be in an abusive relationship no one wants to be a bad mother you know. no one wants to be a bad friend or you know so I just um yeah, I just help them through that, you know, through the love of God. I love on them and I encourage them through the love of God, you know, so they won't be. And I share my story. I share my story and my experiences, you know, and let them know that, you know, once you get in it, it's not, it's not that easy to come out of it, you know. So I just try to encourage them and up- uplift them so they won't to get into it.
0: Yes, that's a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, if anyone in our audience wanted to find your platform, where could they find you at?
1: Well, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on my personal profile. I do a lot on there. It's Adrian S. Alexis, A D R I A N S A L E X I S. I have a group, I mean, a page, Silent Screams. I have uh, my woman's group on Facebook. It's private, but it's a woman's word. I'm on Instagram, Adrian S. Alexis. Um, I have email that you can email me, asalexis2017 at gmail.com. My phone number is 901-254-4814. I'm always available, you know, and uh, the more that I get the things going with the nonprofit and the business, you know, prospering, then the more I'll give that information out and I'll have, you know, my website up and things like that. But as for now, this is where you can find me in all of these places and I'm always available to anyone who needs.
0: Yes, and for anyone in our audience, please reach out to her. Um, I've got to know her a little bit personally and she's a phenomenal woman. Um, with a lot of inspiration and knowledge to give. Um, So definitely reach out, you're not alone. Um, (laughs) Our next question, the next question that I have for you, um, in your personal opinion, do you feel mental health and domestic violence are directly related and how did mental health affect you if
1: so? Oh, definitely. I don't think that you can honestly speak about domestic violence without tying it into mental illness. Um, mental illness is very important. It's very serious. You know, it is not to be overlooked, you know, from domestic violence, just on that platform, uh, you can experience PTSD, you know, anxiety, depression, um, health health problems, you know. I even, I suffer from ulcers and, you know, uh, migraines and things like that from it. So um, I have PTSD major, PTSD, um, a high anxiety level. Um, I still have nightmares. You know, I still, you know, I still get uh, scared when I hear certain things or I see certain things, you know, that looks familiar. And You know, it's a lot, you know, so even thank you, Michaela, for bringing that up, because on a mental health standpoint, it's more important or just as important as physical damage, you know, and it's something that even when you come out physically, you know, you're still going to experience the mental side of it, you know, even though you've, you've been saved physically, Your mind, your body is still in it, you know, your mind and your body. I mean, your mind is the last thing to leave. You know, it's the last thing to leave that place. Once you physically left, your mind is still there. So it's going to take a lot. You know, I never received counseling for it, you know, but I do. I do advise anyone, you know, to go to a counselor and talk about it and be real and be real with yourself and understand that you're not crazy. You're not you're not crazy for feeling these ways. You're not, you know, stuck in the past. Because you're still having anxiety about it or you know, you can't sleep or you're depressed because of it. You know, nothing that you went through is because of you. You didn't do anything wrong. You know, even if you made bad decisions in it, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't you weren't the reason that someone else decided to physically abuse you, verbally abuse you, mentally, spiritually, or financially. You know, they made that choice, so you need to understand that and be released from that bondage that you're carrying.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, mental health plays a, a big role um, in domestic violence because domestic violence has residual effects. Um, yeah. So even out, of, even once you're out of your domestic violence situation, you're still going to have the, those um, symptoms that come up. Um, is there any specific coping skills that? you use um, when your PTSD or or your anxiety acts up or you get triggered uh, that may help somebody in our audience?
1: Well, um, I'm a spiritual person. So I have to say, you know, the first thing that I do and I I took a while to get here because I didn't even understand that that's what was going on. But I've learned to pray. You know, I've learned to be still. You know, I've learned to take control of my mind that the things that I'm thinking about for one, they aren't happening anymore or for two, they haven't even happened yet. You know, so I get in a still place, you know, and I, I talk myself down with reality. Reality of what's going on now, you know. I um, I write. Ooh, I write a lot. When I when I get like that, and it it gets to be too much, you know, I write things down and I release it that way. You know, I um, I uh, I, it's just it's it's things that I do to just calm myself you know sometimes I'll go get in the tub you know when I'm feeling like that and I just lay in the water and just you know let my body and my mind you know to eat. so uh, Michaela I heard uh, one of your um, stories you know on your podcast and I love what you said you know and I'm, I'm you know from what you shared i'm taking on that when you say that you look at 10 things you know 10 realistic things 10 things that you can see right now that you can feel that you can touch that you can smell i receive that and i thank you for putting that out there because that has been a blessing to me and i'm sure many others
0: you're more than welcome yes it's definitely important for us to ground ourselves um, and be in the present moment. And, and that could be uh, really difficult to do um, because there's so many influences around us. Um, another thing that I wanna bring up is um, Adrian's Silent Screams and A Woman's Worth. It, it's it's a ministry. Um, what she's trying to do is a ministry um, and speak through um, spirituality in um, a higher power. Um, and God, and I think that that's really important um, because that, that carries a lot of us through um, and gets a lot of us through our everyday life. So I think that it's a beautiful thing that you're incorporating that um, when you speak your testimony. Um, Thank you. The next question that I have, what are some things you know now that you wish you knew when you were experiencing your domestic violence situation?
1: I wish I knew what love was. And I don't mean from another person. You know, I wish I understood what it was to love myself. Because if I would have not, even at 13 years old, if I would have known what loving myself was, if I if I would have seen, you know, what, um, what real love was, because I'm one, you know, as many, I'm sure, but I grew up, you know, with no father. You know, I grew up, uh, my mother, because she had suffered from domestic abuse and things like that, so she wasn't always available. She wasn't always there physically or any other way, so. And that's what I based my life on, Love. and so what i was doing was anybody who gave me the attention that i desired anybody who showed me any um anything that i thought was love you know I I grabbed hold to it and if I could have just understood back then and not from 13 but all the way through it if I would have understood what loving myself was if I would have understood what God's love for me is what he desires for me then I wouldn't have allowed myself to go in that you know if I would have one time you know if I would have had the strength Within myself, you know, and even after having a child, if I would have understood that I can still stand on my own, you know, that once that that one, not even because before the the punches came, there was the verbal abuse, you know, there was the emotional abuse, and if I would have been strong enough then and wiser then, I would have gotten out as soon as the voice was raised, as soon as the uh, curse word came to me, you know, I would have been. So I I just encourage. <laughs> everybody to just understand what real love is not this worldly love not a love that you know people say I love you but they don't show it you know understand you know and I was only able to understand like I say I battled with this for 30 years off and on for 30 years and it wasn't until I got to really know God in a different way not to just know God off of um what the Bible says or just off what your parents taught you or what the pastor to say, but I had to dig deep into God. You know, I had to dig deep into the understanding of His love and His word, and that's where I find my find my strength to leave and to change and to understand what love is and want more for myself. So, if I would have had God in my life the way, well, if I would have allowed. God to be in my life the way he always desired, if I would have um, understood, took the time to understood what love is and if I would have built my strength up before I even accepted someone into my life, then I know that my life would have been different and we wouldn't even be talking about this today.
0: Definitely. Yes. Love does not hurt. Um, Love is kind, patient, gentle, understanding. So if love is hurting you, it's not love. Um, and that's the message that I like to get across a lot. Um, because a lot of people don't understand that sometimes we have a distorted sense of love. Um, and there's a difference between that and real love. Um, in closing, is there anything, um, inspirational, you would like our audience to know, or do you have, um, anything else that that you'd like to add or you might want to say?
1: Um, no, I just want to say that it's okay to choose you. You know, we think that um we think that to show somebody first of all, you don't have to prove your love to anyone. Love is a natural thing. Love doesn't have to be forced. Love doesn't have to be proven. You know, so if you're doing that, then please stop. You know, if they if they don't if they don't receive you and accept you just from being the person that you are. And I don't mean, you know, you being a bad person and you manipulating people or using people or even, you know, abusing people when you're abused. I'm not saying that. But if you know that you're doing the that, well, even if you're doing that, no one deserves to be abused. Let me say that. But I'm just saying, you know, um, just don't you don't have to force yourself on anyone. And I I encourage everyone, you know, to know God for yourself. Understand, don't go off of what, don't even go off of what I say about God. All I can tell you that he is my way. All I can tell you that he was my strength when I needed because my family left. Everyone left. I didn't have anybody but my side, but my abuser. You know, so I had to learn God, but I'm just encouraging you because that's the way that I know to seek God in a different way for yourself, read his word, you know, but love yourself and know that it's okay to say no, know that it's okay to it's okay to put you first when it's not in a selfish way. Put yourself first, your feelings are, you know, your feelings matter. Your wants matter, your desires matter. Don't let anyone strip you from from who you are. You stand on who you are. You know, you, you believe in yourself when no one else believes in you. Love yourself when you're not feeling the love. And if you can learn to love yourself, then that would be all the strength that you need to get away from that. Once you learn to love yourself, you will understand that you don't deserve the things that's being done to you. You don't deserve to be talked to the way that they're talking to you. You don't deserve for your finances to be taken or them to hold their finances over your head. You know, you don't deserve those things, but you have to get to a place where you love yourself and be real with yourself understand the whys of things why are you uh, putting up with this why are you even in this what attracted you to this person because if you don't know those things then you're going to be like me with a different face and a different person's name but in the same situation you know so that's all i have to say about that Michaela.
0: wonderful well thank you for your insight um we always like to end speak out convos with the domestic violence hotline which is 1-800-799-7233 it's a free 24 7 confidential hotline um and please anyone in our audience um who needs support feel free to reach out to adrian alexis um she's a phenomenal woman uh with a lot of inspiration to give um and i'm i'm sure that you've inspired many people uh, by coming on here today and speaking your truth, um, so thank you very much. Um, I'm looking forward to to seeing some of your future work um, and the things that that God has in store for you. So thank you.
1: And thank you, Michaela. And I, you know, I applaud you. I appreciate what you're doing. Your story is amazing. And the way you have come through that, you know, you are an amazing woman. You're awesome. I can't wait to work with you. I can't wait to see how God prospers you in every way. And I appreciate you for having me on your show.
0: Well, thank you. Um, Thank you to our audience. Um, and you will be hearing from Speak Out Podcasts again soon.